morning. It is a Thursday morning. Terry Saul and Amanda Smith. We are on 104.3 FM, 1220 AM, KSLM. Terry Saul, Amanda Smith. I just said that already once, but I'm going to repeat myself. All righty. Good morning. <laughs> just on a roll. Feels like a Monday morning, doesn't it? It sure does. <laughs> Okay, so I've got a handful of little random um, All right, information. Just... Okay, so a Portland business owner who supported Antifa in Black Lives Matter riots shuts down his tap room due to significant financial loss. Hmm. Um, so it looks like this controversial statement came from Nat West, a business owner in Portland, Oregon, who openly supported the city Antifa in Black Lives Matter riots in 2020. Now um, is going to be, he had just announced that he's permanently closing his tap room. The irony lies in the fact that Wes was a vocal advocate for property destruction and vandalism in Portland during that rioting period. Mm-hmm. Portland experienced over 120 consecutive days of far-left extremist activities at the time. Um, and he had said, uh, he had put on social media to wear black and mask up and that it was necessary if breaking windows and destroying property got a message across, then it was acceptable. Well, now it's no. coming back tenfold on him because now he's closing down his businesses or his business, which multiple businesses had to do during this time. Um, and then it, there was just a little tidbit that um, after just six weeks of the rioting in 2020, city officials estimated that downtown businesses alone had suffered approximately $23 million in damages. I believe it. That's just the six weeks. Mm-hmm. Mind you, this went on for many, many more weeks. What did you say, a hundred and some odd nights? 120. Yeah. Yeah, consecutive days, back to back to back. And then this is just for the small businesses that suffered. That wasn't like uh, government property and just uh, federal property and whatnot like that. So mm-hmm. pretty interesting. You know, the remark that he makes, so that says where he's justifying that it's worth it if you're getting the message out there, it's not worth it. No. No, no. You don't go out and destroy property like that. You, yeah, you, yeah, that's not the way that you get your message across. Mm-mm. That's not violence. That's, yeah, not acceptable. So. All righty. We're listening to the Dan Bongino Show here on 104.3 FM, 1220 KSLM. And we'll be back with more. In the meantime, we should back up to Dan Bongino. You just like saying his name. On Gino. I know. 9.30 Thursday morning, Terry Salt and Amanda Smith. Good morning. How are you today? Good. How are you? I'm doing okay. Any any big plans coming up for this weekend? You know, I do, but I don't share my weekend plans ahead of time. You know, I just well, feel like it makes... how can we burglarize your house if you right, don't tell I feel us like when it you're going to be gone? I feel like it makes me vulnerable, so I don't share my plans, but we do have plans. So. Good. Yeah. Good. That's me what my plans are. What are your... Uh, but I don't care. You should care. I'm just kidding. What are your plans? Well, after after I get off the air today, of course, today I'm taking Patty to the airport. Oh, yes, She's yes. She's going to California, so yes. I'll be uh, single for the entire weekend. Safe uh, travels, Patty. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm available to come to your house for dinner <laughs> tonight, tomorrow, Sunday, Saturday, Monday. I, I do need to make you a nice meal. Okay. Uh, I'll be at the, what, 4 o'clock today? Perfect. All right. You won't be home, will you? You're not going to be home. Yes, I will. No, you will not. (laughs) 35% of people would forego a pay raise in exchange for having their boss fired. Now, you're my boss. Let me think. Hmm. You love me. All right. All right. All right. Um, Do you agree with that? 35% of uh, people would forego a pay raise? I don't know. I guess people must have really awful bosses. Not you. (laughs) Though, I right? Like, I like the way you say that. Right? Smart. I have the best boss. Is. 
There you go. Mm-hmm. You see how I, I put the is in there? Mm-hmm. 40% of families have done this together. Any idea what that is? 40% of families have done this together. Grocery shop. No, made holiday cookies. Do you make holiday cookies? Oh, yeah, when every year. When, when Michael was small, did you make holiday cookies with oh, them? Oh, we did the whole shebang with the sugar cookies and the different oh, frostings yeah, 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 yeah. and decorated them. And we would have decorating competitions and all the different sprinkles and all those things. But now that they're more grown... We have them pick out um, two of their favorite cookies or something that they want to try. And we go out and get all the ingredients and bake all these little cool specialty things. One of my favorites was like a pecan shortbread cookie. Oh, my gosh. It was to die for. It was amazing. Patty's discovered uh, banana nut bread. Oh, yeah. And I've got to tell you, her banana nut bread is very good, but I'm sick of it. (laughs) It's like, come on. Come on. We eat this all the time. My Aunt Chris, she makes the most amazing pumpkin bread in the world. And she's given me the recipe, and I've told her, you're leaving something out because it does not taste like yours at all. Never does. No. Never does. And she's like, I swear, I've given you all my tips and tricks Mm -hmm. and secrets. And it's like, you're lying. (laughs) (laughs) It's not as good. Before my mom passed away, we, uh, we, we hit her up for her recipes. And uh, I've got all of her recipes in a book, and I scanned it through there. And because you have the writing, you can't even read it. Half the writing's got spaghetti right. sauce spilled right. on it. And stuff. So we've got that on one page, and then on the other side of it, we have I printed out the exact recipe and stuff. So okay, and the book is called Mama's Recipes. That's cool. Yeah, still doesn't taste the same. I bet. Do you ever pulse? Do you ever use it? Yeah, we do. That's awesome. Every now, but it doesn't taste the same. Right. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. And she used to tell me when I said, Ma, it just doesn't taste like you. She goes, well, you're an idiot. <laughs> this is true. Ma, I'm your son. That's fine. You're an idiot, but it doesn't taste the same. So let me ask the listeners, what's your favorite cookie? Because I would love to make, we love making new stuff every year. So what's your favorite cookie? Email me, Amanda, at kslm.news. doesn't have to be favorite cookie. It could be bread or whatever. Favorite dessert. Thursday morning, Terry Saul, Amanda Smith, a little bit after 10 o'clock. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning. Okay, so an Omsville, Omsville hired a police sergeant after learning that Salem fired him for misconduct. Hmm. So it says the city of Omsville earlier this year hired a Salem police sergeant three months after learning that he had been fired and faced a misconduct investigation by state officials. Um, The State Department of Public Safety Standards and Training has since determined that on August 31st, Jeffrey took advantage of a domestic violence victim while working at the Salem Police Department and developed sexual relationships. Salem Police said in a statement Thursday and that this conduct led to firing last December. Um, On August 31st, the agency concluded that Jeffrey gained an advantage by using his position as a domestic violence officer and department issued equipment and resources to conduct a domestic violence victim. He was assigned to follow up with personal gain, which included sexual contact. Um, So it said a a complaint to the Salem police on April 1st, 2022, triggered an initial investigation, according to the department spokesman, um... And it looks like he was put on paid leave on September 29th, 2022. And then he was discharged on December 8th, 2022. Um, And then it looks like Almsville hired him in May, on May 15th. What's bizarre about that is when you get hired on as a police officer, they do a full background on you. Yes. So didn't Almsville do their due diligence, contact Salem and say, hey, uh, what can you tell us about this guy? Yeah, so it looks like they did contact uh, the. Almsville city officials have declined to explain why they hired him. Um, 
as he's a suspect of misconduct. Is I, he still with Amzo? He is. They mm-hmm. um, as they he is. So I guess my question is. You hear that, so it looks like he built a relationship with this person. I guess I would need to know a little bit more information before just exiling uh, him. Yeah, well, but if it is in fact true, the hell's he thinking? So let's say he he so he went and checked on this woman, and then they just started blossoming something. Is that kind of what I'm understanding? That's what it sounds like. Well, not the way it's supposed to work, folks. No, it's not. So that's what's going on with that. And so I figured I'd give a little shout out to it to follow up. Good morning, 1030 Thursday morning. Terry Saw and Amanda Smith. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever witnessed a serious crime? Have you ever been a witness to a serious crime? I don't think so. Not like that's like super serious. Nothing like besides like a hit and run, yeah, or something like that where I stay and give information. No, no, no. When when I worked, I worked for Sheridan Police Department back in Colorado, which Sheridan is a suburb of Denver, mm-hmm. and um, we were responding one night to an officer calling for help. Whenever an officer calls for help, it's usually you stop whatever you're doing and you go. Because the only person that's going to help another officer is usually another officer. Mm-hmm. And we're shooting on Colorado Boulevard and uh, flying to get to this bar, which is just around the corner there. And as we drove past a Kentucky Fried Chicken, I can see the guy in there with his gun pointed to no the way. head of the cashier robbing him. Oh, my God. But you can't stop. you got to respond to that officer calling for help. And so it was just get on the radio and say, you might advise Denver that we've got a hold up at Kentucky Fried Chicken. And oh, my gosh. And they just says, keep going. Keep going to where you're going to get to that officer. That and they'll help. send other officers. Yeah. yeah. Jeez but, Louise. Uh, that was like, you, you go your entire career and you never see that happen. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you get this chance to see it happen. It's like, but I can't do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, can't even stop in to get a piece of crispy chicken. Was it a good turnout, though? Yeah, it was. Okay, it, was good. It, it was. It they was, got the guy. Uh, yeah, they got him. Okay, they got him. Uh, he got away that night, but they they had enough on him with the cameras and stuff that they got him. But they says, "Well, why didn't you guys stop? Come on, you know yeah. why. You know why." You're like, "Don't even." Yeah. Anyhow, um, so that's my mind. What's your guilty pleasure? Watching TV. Do you? I love to just binge watch TV shows. Don't ask me what TV shows. Do you, you like Bo get there at night after everything's done and you just sit down and plop and just turn on whatever's on? Yeah, or like play a game on my phone. Yeah. But it's like I'm so go, go, go between work, these boys, football, dinner, laundry, cleaning the house, all, mm-hmm. all, all of the things because they all pile up. <clears throat> right. So when I get to just do absolutely nothing... Yeah. That's my guilty pleasure. There you go. It's just checking out. How, how many hours were you sitting for? Do you like on the week? Well, on the weekends, you're going, going, going. I'm but always going. So how, how a few often? hours at the most. Really? You know, um, which is always a treat. Yeah. But yes. What's your bedtime? Do you have a bedtime? Um, I do. I, te- I like to be in my room ch- in bed by 10. 10, 10. 10, 10. 10, 10. <laughs> Last night, it was 940, and I thought, God, I got 30 minutes to wait for 10, 10. <laughs> And I did. I stuck it out. Good ten, for ten. you. Time to go to bed. Good night. Good for you. So, what's the most outrageous place you've ever gotten romantic with your husband? Oh, I most don't outrageous know. place. I don't have one. You don't have one? No. Well, get one and let us know. Would you? <laughs> All right. Uh, got any unusual rules for your home? 
Well, you like a clean home. I do. So you clean up after yourself. Like when I don't like dishes in the dish in the sink. Yeah. So if you use a dish, wash it or rinse it and put it in the dishwasher. If the dishwasher is full, then empty it and then load it. Okay, I'm gonna. I know we're on out of time, but <laughs> I'm gonna give you Patty's phone number right now. Would you call and tell her that? That's my biggest one. No dishes in the sink. I cannot have dishes in the sink.